Hello and welcome to the Sydney Uni Sports and Aquatic Centre for today's matchup between the Sydney Uni Flames and the AIS. It's game 689 of the defence jobs. WNBL, Craig Ravel calling the action with me this afternoon. It's a very warm welcome to Sport Radio's coverage of AIS basketball to Michael D'Agostino, the New South Wales Development Manager. Yeah, that's correct, Craig. And it's a, well, it's a, uh, I guess a goal of every player that you're looking at is to come and develop themselves into the defence jobs WNBL in one team or another. Absolutely. It's our goal to try and improve as many players and coaches and referees as we can and get them involved in the higher pathways programs. And obviously for players and for coaches, the opportunity is to go to the AIS, which is one of the teams we're going to see out here on the floor tonight. Absolutely, Craig. And it should be a cracker of a game. We've got some great players in both the Flames and the AIS teams. And uh, last time the AIS met the Flames, it was a very close game and the Flames only just scraped home. So... Again, this should be a fantastic contest. Well, the comment was made by many of the spectators that the Sydney Uni Flames might have gone to Christmas holidays just after that Capitals game, but the comment could be made after Friday night's game that they haven't come back from New Year's Eve. They went down in the home gym to bullying, which is going to make it very tough for the run now to February and the playoffs. Yeah, look, I've got to tell you, Bulleen are a very tough team, and gee, they played well. Um, their guard Sharon Milner and just played an outstanding game shot the ball well, distributed well, ran the point Flames did look a little flat but look I think you'll see a different team tonight I think they're not going to let that team that result rather get them down I think they're going to come out really hard against the OAS so expect some fireworks, expect some high scores and I think they'll be running the floor quite well tonight Well I had a chance to speak to both of the coaches before the match we'll hear from Karen Dalton and Dean Kinsman well, Karen Dalton, uh, coming into the AAS game tonight made more important after the disappointment of your first game in 2007. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I think um, probably a couple of games before Christmas and our game after Christmas haven't been fantastic. And, um, you yeah, know, we need to make some adjustments today and get back on track pretty quickly. Otherwise, you know, um, things won't be looking great at the end of the month. The AAS took you all the way last time in there, Jim. Obviously, you don't want that to happen tonight. No, uh, look, they played really well. They're a quality team. I, I think probably, I think I said to you before the game there, I don't think that their results have been probably a testament to the talent that they've got in the team. And, um, you know, I saw them in pre-season up in Townsville and was really impressed with them. And, yeah, they, know, they hit their shots, so, you know, um, and played well. And, um, you know, stretched us all the way. Now, one injury coming out of Friday night's game, that's always a concern. Well, actually, we had four ankles on Friday night during the game. Uh, one's not suiting up today, the others are carrying them into the game. So, uh, hopefully, we won't have the same. Um, yeah, Brie Hennessy's out, and uh, but Nat's playing on hers, and so is Trish. And uh, but anyway, and Potsy. I don't know what happened, but uh, we managed to collect it. Four people went down with ankles. It's frustrating when that happens, but uh, <laughs> hopefully they'll be good. Tonight. Well, luckily it's not. They, they weren't serious. I mean, Bree, hopefully Bree will get back on track because she's been a you know a big contributor since she's come back into the team. All the best for tonight. Thanks very much. Well, Dean Kinsman, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. You match up pretty well against this Sydney side, as you proved last game of uh, last home game at the AOS training hall. Yeah, we do. We uh, we feel confident that our matchups are fine. Um, you know, obviously we fell on off playing today as well, which sort of you know helps us as well. So with that matchup, um, I'm sure that they're going to come out and be after us full court early. So we'll deal with that, and uh, you know, and hope that we can change things up a little bit like we did last time, disrupt their rhythm, 
<laughs> see what the outcome is. Good luck tonight. Thanks very much for that. Well, that was the coaches, and as we heard from Karen Dalton, three players rolling ankles that are out there. One, Brianna Hennessy, who has not suited up. It's about set to go. Her Rachel Herrick will start the jump ball for Sydney alongside Mariana Tolo. It's Domkins, Porter, Veal, Poto and Herrick for the Sydney Uni Flames. For the AS, it's Tolo who wins the jump ball, bringing it down to Schatz. Going to Hunt, who's been starting ever since she's come to this AIS lineup. Right side is Esri. She drives baseline, kicks it over to Francis. Francis drives it into the left lane. Shot doesn't fall. Tolo picks up the rebound, and she will be fouled by Herrick, I think it was. And it, no, fouled by Kristen Veal. I think it'll be uh, credited against her. So that's uh, just sloppy at the start of the game from uh, a very experienced player. Yeah, good strong move to the basket. As Tolo, first shot, rattles out, hit the front of the eye and then the back. So, Tolo lines up for the next shot. And it's all net. Tolo away and the AAS lead, two points to nil. As Poto will carry the ball back, kicks it to the right side. Domkins hands uh, Herrick's hand, sitting at the point. Oh, Herrick almost travelled then, but Veal had to come back and help her. Bounce pass to Porter at the right elbow. Goes into the paint, puts up the shot. This time it's Kayla Francis who gets a first foul called on her. And Francis, well, that's been a danger for the AS right throughout this season, getting fouls early. And uh, it comes a little bit with inexperience. Yeah, it's tough against Porter as well. She's got such a great shot. She's really well balanced. Just a little bit of a shot fake, one dribble, and she's away. Very hard to stop. They're really going to have to do a great job of closing out on her. Porter makes the first. And the settle rattles, the second rattles out. It is put back up though, and Michaela Domkins gets her first field goal of the day. Good work by Sydney Uni cleaning up that time. Schatz drives it into the paint, knocked down in the point of shooting, and I think that's going to go on, well, it's going to go on Rachel Herrick. So, the second personal foul, seeing Schatz go to the line. Nine minutes and 15 seconds left in the first term and already we've seen three trips to the foul line. Chats converting on the first. It's going to be a worry if they keep racking up fouls like that. Three already in the first minute. Chats makes both and it's all even here. Three points apiece. At the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre here at Sydney Uni. Veal gets the ball around their perimeter but they're a long way back from the arc in fact. Goes to Domkins on the right side. Back to Porter on the left field. Bounce pass to Poto. She had to go back and get it. Poto takes on Hunt. Oh, beautiful oh, nice block. block shot from Tolo. Bounce pass away. Poto gets it to Domkins and Domkins finishes it off. Domkins got such a nice cut flash action there. Yeah, his hard luck is a great block. Was indeed. Kayla Francis tried to kick it over to Tolo in the paint that time. The pass was too hot. And unfortunately, Esri couldn't run it down before it was over the side, so the turnover is affected, and it will be Poto to bring it back. 8 minutes 37 left to go in the first term. Ball inside to Porter. There was a hot pass, but she just couldn't get the layup in time. Schatz brings the ball down. Goes to Hunt to set the play. Hunt kicks it into the corner. Francis has room for three. It's all net. Francis gets her first points for the game. Nice work there. Francis working herself into position to get that shot. 
Yeah, nice finish. Herrick, Poto, Herrick just runs through Shatz that time. Porter pulls up, top of the key. Veal sets herself from the baseline for three. Can't get it. Esri runs down the rebound. Is off to the races down the right wing. Pull-up jump shot from 12 feet. All net. And the AS certainly come here to play. Nice shot. She slowed it down. They're almost had a three on two, but very composed. Pulled up nicely for a lovely shot. Porter, turnaround jump shot in the paint. Doesn't come down. Tolo couldn't fight it by herself. She needed some help that time. Porter was able to muscle back for the rebound and gets it to Veal. Veal goes right side to Herrick on the right wing, then back to Dompkins, top of the key. Dompkins drives down the right lane. Foul has been called. I think it's a pushing foul against Rebecca Schatz. Yeah, so, again with Dompkins, uh, also very tough. Just a little hint of a, a shot fake, a little jab, waiting a bit. Screen comes, going right, very tough to stop. Poto inbounds the ball to Veal now. Veal on the left wing. Just backs up, moves towards the back of the centre circle in the front court. 16 seconds on the shot clock, round the right wing. Oh, she took on Esri. I thought there was going to be a handoff there to Domkins, but it didn't come about. Another foul has been racked up. Schatz gets her second foul in less than about 15 seconds there. That is a real concern. Inbound ball again. Poto to Veal. Esri sitting right on her back. Has to go off to Porter for three. Rattles off the back of the iron. Esri wraps up the ball and then is able to get away from Veal. Lobs over the top to Hunt on the right wing. Hunt into the paint. Tolo's good enough to get it. The pass wasn't there for her, but she just lost her back to the basket and then put up an air ball, which Herrick brought down. She gave Herrick plenty of pressure. Porter gets it away, though, gives it to Tompkins, and we're in the front court again with Poto setting up the play for Sydney Uni. Six minutes and 46 seconds. Charging foul. Can you run me through that call? Because I didn't quite pick that up. I didn't actually see that call, but I will say Tolo on that last position down the floor. Great, great position. Great catch. Just a pity she didn't finish that shot. Very good position on the floor. She had Looking to. Looking good. She's got a lot of height over Herrick. She's probably uh, half a head taller and using her arms really well. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I think she just had to move away from where she thought she'd be and didn't look because she tried to put it straight up there. Hunt cuts nice. into Tolo. Again, it won't fall. That time it sat on the ring. Referee has blown up, and I think uh, Mariana Tolo is going to cop a foul on that play when she, and, uh, when she and Herrick were wrestling for the ball. Yeah, just a hands foul there. Pity again, she had a nice look there. She's got to take maybe a half second longer on those to finish those shots. Great position again. Trish Fallon, who didn't get here till about six minutes before the game, she got out onto the floor to warm up just as they were called to the benches. Fallon's out on the floor. She gets it back. The handoff from Porter was good, but the shot didn't uh, didn't come down. Tolo slapped it away. I think it was to Esri who dropped it onto Duncan's foot and uh, will walk the floor now. Fortunate call. The Rebster got a hand on it, turned blind, uh, straight into Duncan's, and unfortunately the foul's caught on Duncan's. So. That, lucky. Yeah, that is uh, Donkins, Luck's a fortune. As uh, Eva Afiaki looks to come into the game, along with Ellie Manu coming in for Tolo. Manu was in good form against uh, Dandenong on Friday night, so hopefully she can maintain that. Hunt brings the ball into the front heart. Francis gives her the hand back as she tried to set the screen for uh, on Poto. Hunt, oh, finds her way to the baseline. Pull-up jumper. She tried to put the shot up over... Nat Porter, it didn't work, but Porter then threw the ball over to uh, Tola, uh, to, to Alicia Poto, and uh, it went over the side. 
Last touch by Hunt, so it is Sydney's ball again. They get it in the front court. Domkins gives it to uh, Podo. Podo's shot doesn't land. Oh, Esri throws it in. That is one of the, uh, well, the critical things, and we saw that a lot on Friday night where the AAS were just throwing in blind. Full court pressure, gives him the basketball. Yes, Porter gets it across to Domkins, block shot by Manu and Martin, who's also into the game. Oh, Domkins has got all the time in the world to put up the three, and she does it easy. Domkins moves to seven points for the game, and the AS really falling into a full court trap then. Yeah, Sydney are very good at that. As soon as there's a turnover, they're, they're right in the full court pressure. It's actually the third wide open three Sydney have taken, and they, they managed to hit one that time. Francis will get the ball after Esri cut to the baseline. Esri gets it back. Francis sets the screen. Esri tried to dump it back. I think she was going for Francis, but Francis wasn't ready. Manu came up with it. Francis gets it back, jacked up the three. It landed, but he had run out of the shot clock that time. And another turnover. Dean Kinsman getting frustrated that, uh, well, they executed the right shot just uh, about a half a second too late. Yeah, the spacing doesn't look quite right. Might need to be just a little bit further out from that three-point line to open up some dual penetration. Fallon carrying the ball over the half. Gives it to Afiaki, left 45. Goes back to Fallon, right 45. Then it's to Porter. Turnaround jump shot from the lane. Manu got a hand on that as she was going after the rebound and it's over the baseline. Sydney to get it. Once again, 4 minutes 40 left to go in the term. It is 10 points to 8. Only 2 points. Francis gets the charge from... Great uh, defence from Francis. Yeah, she wasn't scared as Porter was just going no, straight Porter, at her. Porter did that shot. They put on the floor. Terrific position. I mean, Dean Kingsley wouldn't be too disappointed. It is only 10-8. So the AIS is still right in this. Francis carrying the ball for Hunt. Gives it back to her now. Poto goes back to Francis. Francis hands off again to Hunt, who works around the perimeter. Inside, yeah, to Francis. And Francis makes the basket. Five points for Kayla Francis tonight. Ten points apiece. It's all tied up here with four minutes 15 left to go on the quarter. Inbound bounce pass to Porter. Outside to Fallon, right 45. Porter gets it back. Top of the key, hits the front of the iron and hunts off to the races. Again, it's been a bit run and gun, but when the teams have set themselves, they've come up with some good shots. This is Katie Gaze, who it rattles off the iron for, and Porter is off there again. Half-court pass to Fallon. Fallon takes on Francis, and Fallon doesn't miss the layup too often. Yeah, quick feet there. Uh, Francis is not quite quick enough to step to a right and contain the dribble. Oh, Gaze, unnerves muscle white, pulls up at the right elbow, but again, run and gun didn't pay off for the AAS. Misses the shot, and Fallon now goes to Musselwhite, who sets herself for a three off the iron. Manu comes up with the rebound, gives it to Hunt on the right wing in the backcourt, and Hunt's not challenged this time. 12-10, three minutes 20 left to go in the term. Gaze left side goes to Martin. Martin's got a great range from the three-point arc. She was on the baseline that time. Francis comes up with the rebound and puts it back in. Kayla Francis, she was, uh, well, I thought... Had a decent game without being one of her best on Friday night, but uh, certainly is looking very confident here. Francis, of course, scoring 15 points in a game where I didn't think she had her best game of the season. So she's uh, been very consistent, and uh, even though she was out of form a little bit, was still able to find good position. Yeah, that was a great weak side rebound and a very good finish. Look, the oh, yes, they're, they're right in this. You know, they're knocking down some shots. They've gone inside a couple of times. They're scoring. 
and the Flames aren't shooting very well, so perhaps they aren't quite ready to play. Yes, well, we did say at the top that uh, whilst the, most of the Flames had been warming up, Fallon got here what I would consider very late, um, considering the teams were just about to be announced when Fallon actually made herself onto the court. And uh, well, I know that uh, Coach Karen Dalton is very concerned with this uh, the way the team's been going, and she's even said in the pre-game interview, as uh, you would have heard, that she, if the team keeps going like that, they've got problems getting through the month. Interesting to see what Afiaki can do. A former AIS graduate herself, she's been playing pretty well. Had a quiet game on Friday, but she's someone who, given the ball, can certainly light it up. I think out on the floor at the moment, the only person who hasn't been in the AIS, remembering we've got AIS on the floor, yep. is Michelle Musselwhite. Yep. So, uh, Moose, the only non-AIS trained player there. It's Veal bringing it back out of the timeout now to Fallon on the right wing. Woodyard around the arc gives it to Musselwhite. Back to Afiaki, then to Fallon once again. Dump over the top to Musselwhite, who's at the low post on the left side. Martin slaps her arm. Uh, sorry, that's Maya Newley who uh, slaps the arm there. Martin Newley, Francis Manu and Gaze out on the floor for the AIS. Woodyard, Fallon, Musselwhite, Veal and Afiaki for Sydney Uni as Musselwhite goes to the line. The foul was called on... on Newley, I think. Yeah, on Newley. Yeah. That's her first personal. Just felt that little shot fake. And Moose just took a step and, and had the shot. Moose makes both from the free throw line and Sydney are out to a two-point lead, 14-12, with two minutes 48 left to go on the quarter. It's Gaze bringing the ball down across to Martin. Martin now watching at the top of the arc. Goes right side to Newley, sets the screen. Veal gets trapped away. The Sydney Uni Flames in zone, but Francis inside. Well, she got the ball, but it wasn't a great shot. Great position again, though. And Fallon down front. Oh, Afiaki. Yeah, that was too easy, wasn't it? Nice little back door. Afiaki there just got... Got behind the AIS defence and no one adjusted for it. Yeah, no one saw her there, Craig. She snuck in, caught the ball, easy layup. Newley gets the inbound pass as Sydney go back to a full court press. Martin over the half, gets the pass back to Gaze, has to go back and fetch it. Then to Newley, left side, Francis. She's got range, but it hits the side of the iron, doesn't fall. Fallon does the rebounding. She tried for a three-point shot. Oh, Veal kicks it over the other side. Musselwhite drives the baseline. Veal sets up for a baseline three-point, Jay. Doesn't land, but Afiaki does the rebounding. Good strip that time for Martin. Afiaki has to go back to fetch it. But the shot clock, Veal just letting it count down now to 14 seconds as she bounce passes to Afiaki, top of the key. Woodridge just on the left-hand side of the key. Back to Fallon on the right. Fallon goes to take on Francis there, but off the ball, I think there's been a foul. In fact, it is Nikita Martin. So again, uh, her first personal foul, but it was off the ball and I was concentrating on Fallon there. Yeah, just a small holding foul. But does set up a trip. And, uh, we're in the bonus, so it's two shots. Yep, Afiaki has been in great form all season. Certainly had a big game against the uh, Capitals in their only home game against them this year. We can see the Flames now starting to get their running game going and finding some shooters and getting to the basket. They've opened up, uh, was that a six-point lead now? 
18 to 12 here at the Sydney Uni Sports and Aquatic Centre. Langford back in for AIS. Langford tried to dump over the top to Tolo. Martin Noah tried to get the loose ball, but the pass went to Veal instead of Gaze. Gaze has got a hand on Veal, and the referee didn't miss it. Three refs, it's hard to get away with absolutely anything, isn't it? Yeah, look, that's not a foul, uh, and that's two points, so good D from Gaze. Hard luck. Very good effort. Just on that post pass, it's probably not the best option. She got a bit too far inside the key, and there wasn't maybe enough room for that pass. As Veal steps up to the line now, her first shot is right off the back of the iron there. It uh, was a little bit too flat. Next shot is in easy and it will be Mel Smith coming into the game as also Nicole Hunt steps in for Katie Gaze. Hunt. Looks to go inside to Langford. Full court pressure. Apiaki watching her. It's 19 points to 12 here as Sydney Uni Flames lead the AIS. Martin goes across to Esri. Esri right side. Gives it to Langford. Still on the perimeter. Another intercept. This time it's Woodyard. Woodyard gets in front of Tolo. Kicks it hard to Moose. Musselwhite can't put the shot up. Apiaki's mudged by Martin and Langford. You can raffle that up. They're going to give it to Martin, and that will be her second personal foul. At the moment, the, uh, the AIS just seemed to be standing and waiting for the pass to come. The Flames are able to read that, pick it up, and that's starting their transition game going. Uh, that time, Tyler was just standing, just waiting for the ball to come, and it was easily intercepted. They're going to need to move a bit more on offense. 51 seconds left to go in the term, and Afiaki is lining up for point number six. She's at the line now. And it's all net. Six points for Eva Apiaki here as we fast approach quarter time. Langford gets the inbound pass. Langford goes right side to Esri. Esri now gives it to Martin. Smith watching her. Martin loses the dribble that time. Goes to Langford again. Langford looking around. Puts the ball on the floor. Muscle White makes Another the steal. Yep. Muscle White goes over the top to Woodyard. Woodyard though just... Uh, Went straight in hard at Langford. Langford hits the deck and the foul, the charge foul, has been called on Georgia Woodyard. So that's her first personal foul. 29 and a half seconds. No, it's 29.3 seconds, I should say, to go before the quarter time break as Molly Lewis steps in for Langford. Hunt goes to Martin, who's on the baseline defensive end. Smith. Watching her, Martin gets away down the left wing. Goes to Lewis. Lewis, will she set up for a three? No, she cuts hard. And this time they were trying to get to Esri down on the paint. It was Woodyard who came up with the intercept again. Gives it to Veal. Veal's just going to run this clock down. Ten seconds left on the game clock for the quarter. Woodyard fakes the three, then drives the left lane. Layup was too hot. Apiaki gets the rebound, puts it into the corner of the iron, and the AAS can't secure the ball. It is the Sydney Uni Flames, 21, leading the AAS 12, and really free throws, and then some careless turnovers in their, in their own uh, offensive half for the AAS has allowed this to become a bit of a blowout here. They look good when they got the ball in the in the post there in the last uh, well probably three or four minutes. Then they just started to turn the ball over a bit, just standing still in offense, being a little bit inside that three-point line. Sydney picking it off, and that's been the difference. 
when the Flames have been down this uh, this end, attacking the basket hard, AIS have had no option but to foul them. And you've seen that the lead change now. It's a 21-12 blowout at the moment. So the AIS really need to be a bit more composed down their end, spread the floor, make sure of the leads, make sure of the catches, have a look where the Flames' defence is and make some good decisions. And I think they'll improve. Yes. The AIS, Dean Kinsman just talking to them now. Karen Dalton, well, she'll be happier... But certainly at the beginning of this game, they didn't look like they had their head in it. No, the shots certainly weren't falling. And again, running the floor has really worked well for them. Dual penetration's good. Probably just a little bit too strong for some of the AAS players who need to be a bit quicker, just move their feet a bit, be able to contain the dribble a bit better. Don't fall for those shot fakes. Don't fall for those pass fakes. Stay on the floor when the dribbler comes towards them. Just jump back, jump sideways, contain the dribble and keep your feet on the floor. I think that'll actually serve them a bit better in its next quarter. Well, Sydney Uni back out on the floor. Smith, Woodyard, Porter, Poto and Domkins, they are going to get first possession here in the second term. And, uh, well, no surprise, Coach Kingsman taking all the time he's got as we have a look at the official stats here. It is leading scorer on the floor. It's actually Kayla Francis with seven points, two points for Schatz and Esri, one point to Tolo. For Sydney Uni, Domkins with seven, six to Afiaki, three to Porter and two apiece to Fallon and also Musselwhite, one point to Kristen Veal. So... On the way here in the second quarter, I'll give you the stats so you can uh, do a bit of coaching with them. As Poto, bounce pass to Wood, you'd almost lost the handle on that. Goes back, Poto. Porter puts up a good screen, got rid of Hunt for the moment. Has to go back, Poto, to Porter in the paint. She pulls out, turns around for three, off the front of the iron. Well, Domkins going hard at it, stacks on the mill, and the foul is going to go against Polo. Well, that's and in, that was an interesting call because there was uh, three players lying on the ground, one crashing over the top, and it was one of the first to go to ground that's been called for it. Uh, home team gets the call, Craig. <laughs> yes, well, that is, uh, that is something at, uh, to Some of those quarter time stats, 11 second chance points for Sydney. Their rebounding has really kept them in this game and given them that lead. Hunt strips Poto that time. Schatz comes up with it. They kick it long. Hunt finishes off with a good layup. Nicole Hunt's first points for the game. Oh, nice travel there from Domkins. Yeah, she wasn't expecting that ball. She got it just in the shoulder and the arm locked it, but she was moving. Got the ball down quickly. Went inside to Woodley. Great hands. Tapped away. Lewis is going to lay it up at the other end. And, oh, it oh. doesn't complete it. Hunt oh, gee, beats down the rebound eventually. But that's frustrating when that happens. Lobs nice it over the pass. top. Tolo was going to put it up there. But Poto, nothing she could do but take the arm. Gee, great composure there. Should have made that layup. But great composure. Well done by Hunt to grab the rebound. And a very nice lob pass. Just, uh, you're looking at the second chance points there. But shooting percentage, 30 for the AAS. 28.6 for the... Uh, uh, Sydney Uni Flames, so really not much there. You know, and uh, again we had uh, Porter miss another three. Really not shooting that well tonight. Yeah. But uh, no surprise here with the timeout. The Uni, the Uni Flames are struggling there. A couple of turnovers and the AIS coming out very aggressively down the floor twice. 
certainly in the half court D, the, the AIS are looking a little bit better. Let's uh, hope that trend continues. Yeah, I was having a, a chat to uh, Coach Dean Kinsman today, and it, it was it's been quite noticeable all year that when teams have gone into a full court on the AIS, they're decision-making, maybe not their decision-making, but their ability to then, once they get into the front court after being pressured in the back court, just means that they don't, they're not able to recover in their setup to run their plays. Well, I think you'll find it runs down the clock an awful lot, and then there's a lot of pressure on them to get to their spots, and you know, once over halfway, you'll find Sydney is still very aggressive and denying the ball, not allowing the AIS to get to their spots and run their set plays. It does put a lot of pressure on them. Tolo's going to the line here as uh, the shooter just being iced for a moment. But Tolo, eventually it's banked in. She makes the first and it's 21-15 with a shot to come. Second shot's all net from Tolo. Back to half-court D for the AIS. Five-point ball game. We're running a 2-3 zone here. As Poto on the right wing. Goes right side to Smith, back to Poto, round to the left side. Donkins, look away past the Porter at post. Oh. Porter goes out to Woodyard, who tried to drive but dropped it onto Mel Smith's foot. Schatz nice. will bank it in at the other end, and she, she had to do that well. hard. Yeah. yeah. Schatz had to take on Georgia Woodyard to put that layup in. It was good work. Woodyard gets it back now from Poto, goes back to Donkins, who thought about the three. Shatz went with her. Smith in the corner. She's got a great range from outside. Shot doesn't land. Shatz taps it away and Hunt brings it down the left wing. Lewis is open on the far side. Well, it looks like Smith's gone to her now. Tolo at the left Reverse. elbow. Yeah, goes to Lewis. Lewis puts the ball on the floor, pushes nice it in. Lob pass. Yeah, but it was just out of the reach of Tolo. I'd like that. It looked good. That's twice the zones unsettled Sydney. Smith now goes right side to Woodyard, just inside the three. Porter will pull down the rebound, gives it to Woodyard. Woodyard wasn't ready then. Goes out to Dompkins. Dompkins sets herself, and Schatz will get the rebound when it doesn't drop. Over the top, Hunt had to pull it down. Hunt, the smallest player on the floor, but she's had to play tall sometimes tonight with the passes. Hunt then gets it. Tolo gives it back to her, drives baseline, and Woodyard has fouled her. It was very lazy there, and uh, I've... A bit surprised, Georgia Woodyard sort of uh, not looking like she's with the speed of the game or something. She's looking a bit out of sorts. Well, it's interesting. They've, they've set up after uh, that quarter. They're running their zone now. Now, Sydney have taken a lot of shots. Everything's hitting iron at the moment. When they start making a couple of those, I think the, the AIS might have some difficulty. But so far, so good. You've got to take them when they're there, that's for sure. It's allowed the AIS to get down the floor pretty quickly, and as a result, we've got Hunt shooting too. Hunt puts the second one off, but the first one, uh, sorry, the first one's off, the second one's It's only two in. points now, Craig. Back to this 2-3 zone. 19 plays, 21. Fallon back on the floor for Sydney. Goes right side to Poto in the corner. Back out to Fallon. She moves across to the top of the arc, but still about two steps back from the, uh, from the line. Then into the corner, Afiaki sets herself for three. Bang! It's all net, and Afiaki moves to nine points for the game. That's one of those threes that we talked about. Them. If they do start making, the IAS will have to start changing. Yes. As Schatz. Schatz just tries to wrong foot. Poto drives that left lane. Manu down in the paint. Oh. Rejected by Afiaki. Oh. Doing it at both ends. Oh, good nice work by Molly Lewis. By Lewis. Yep. Oh, ah. but then it's intercepted back when the pass wasn't hard enough to get to Hunt. So back and forth, a number of turnovers in that play. 23 plays, 19, and the AIS with Looks six like minutes. Looks like they're back to man. They're changing it up, the AIS. Yep. 
Apiaki drives. Manu this time, I think, is going to be called for the foul. Just, uh, I think it's bodywork moving down yeah, on the drive. Look, Apiaki, she's a good right and left, but particularly left, she's very strong. Manu just not quite quick enough to get there with her feet and maybe needs to step back a touch more when, when trying to guard Apiaki. That's, that's, that's the explosive power she has. Able to just take one, two dribbles and just go hard to the ring. Afiaki to the line now. Afiaki has already made five. And you can clock that up for six now as she makes the first. So I think she'd be shooting... Uh, this will make it seven from eight. And uh, you don't want to be giving either Afiaki a lot of easy uh, looks at the basket from the charity stripe. 25, plays 19, Francis carrying the ball down the left wing, goes to Schatz, Schatz has to back away from Porter, Francis sets the screen, kicks it right side to Hunt, they need to go inside, gets it to Francis again, she rushes a shot, but oh, Manu's able to put it back in. How good is Manu at getting those rebounds? Just uses her body so well, protects the ball and goes up strong. Another great shot from Manu off the board. She's got a very strong frame and it's certainly been developing this year at the AIS. Oh, Fallon and Schatz are having a wrestle off the ball. Schatz has hit the ground and the concern is she is getting her third personal foul called against her. Her first one of this quarter, but she already had two in the first term. Because if you're going to pick someone... Picking uh, Trish Fallon, you can't go much better than that in the defence jobs WNBL. No, look, she's a hard cover. There's a shot fake to drive. And There's a, a foul. Yep, doesn't to get the shot to drop, but will shoot two. Katie Ray Esri gets her first personal foul. And so, Sydney have got so many weapons. You know, if you don't respect them, the shooters, they'll nail it. If you do, they'll drive. Very difficult, particularly against some of the Trish Fallon's pedigree. Mm. Fallon makes the first. And interesting, eight fouls the AIS gave away to five in the first term. They're now at four to one here in the second as Fallon converts both. So Fallon moves to four points for the game. Hunt carrying the ball down, pulls up at the arc, sets the play. Newly back out there, Francis Manu and Esri. Oh, Hunt gets herself into position on the right side, couldn't get the shot away, has to go back to Manu around the perimeter. Going back to Esri. Inside to Manu. Nice. Oh, that was a great play by Manu. See, when they get inside, they look so good, and that's very hard to stop. Another two for Manu takes it to four points for the game. Porter drives in, kick away to Fallon. Apiaki's at the free throw line. Yeah, from Ebsery to get a deflection on that one. Poto gets back onto it. Porter kicks it out to Fallon, just inside the three-point arc. Yeah, and unfortunately for a uh, bit of a mismatch there. I think you'll find she's probably about a foot and a half shorter. They allowed uh, Fallon to shoot over the top. Hunt now. Muscle White watching Hunt. Porter and uh, again, Francis rushes her shot. And I think that might be what it is. She's just rushing the shot. She's yeah. making great position and getting plenty of the ball. Just Porter. Oh, that's all. Was, it would have been an NBA uh, three-point shot. She was that far back. Didn't come off. It was just to the right-hand side of the ring. Newly, Newly drives baseline, can't get the shot to drop. Francis puts it back in, but the shots won't count, and Francis has been called for a foul. We've got a pushing foul there called Hard Luck. That was a nice little shot fake. Dribble, uh, dribble past the defender to put up the shot, just not falling for her. Flames are going on a bit of a run now. It's 29-23, so let's see what sort of D.I.S. are going to play this time. 
Looks like a 1-2-2 two, two now. As Poto brings it back. Goes to the right corner for Musselwhite. Musselwhite newly watching her. Bounce past the Porter, then back to Veal. Poto outside to Fallon. Fallon fakes away from Hunt. And that mismatch is going to hit him every time. Yep, they just worked that mismatch again. Very hard for Hunt to cover Fallon. They just had the shot fake, one, two steps. Got herself wide open and nailed that. Esri sets up on the right-hand side. Moose watching her. Over the top goes to Lisa Ironmonger. Ironmonger out. Esri sets herself nice. all Ned. Nice job, Ironmonger. Great position for Ebsi to get herself free for that shot. As Fallon looks at the clock, sees there's three minutes fifty left to go. Edgar is in now the picked half. up Fallon. Yeah, that should be a better match. Fallon shoots over the top of her though, doesn't get the shooter's roll. Musselwhite punches it over the shoulder of Ironmonger, and it will be the AIS to get the ball from the baseline. Hunt, Ironmonger, Newley, Tolo, and Esri. As timeout has been called by the AIS, and uh, well been uh, an interesting one. Yeah, it has. Look, uh, they're going very well now. 25-31. Uh, interesting to see the match-up uh, now that we're going to have Ebsery on Fallon. See if well, we can actually contain Fallon a bit better now. As uh, looking at the scorers, seven points still for Francis, so she hasn't scored in this quarter. Four for Manu, Iron uh, Schatz, five for Ezri, and then three apiece for Tolo and Hunt. 11 points for Apiaki, dominating the scoring. 8 points for Fallon, 7 for Domkins, 3 for Porter, Musselwhite 2, and Veal. So, it is uh, coming down, yes, coming down to the halftime break. 3 minutes, 47 left to go in the first term, and it's out to a 6-point advantage 31 plays 25. Looking, might have uh, 31 25, six point advantage as Hunt from the baseline. Veal, Fallon, Musselwhite, Domkins, and Porter out there for Sydney. Hunt, Newley, Hunt gets it over. Full court pressure again by Sydney. Esri goes back to Hunt. They're working it out. Musselwhite again goes to Newley. Newley to Tolo. Back to Hunt on the right wing. Back to my Ironmonger. Then to Esri. Esri inside to Tolo. Tolo drives on Porter. Points count. And nice play and a nice finish from Tolo as well. Yeah, and Porter gets a first personal foul. In fact, third personal foul on Porter, so I've missed a few then. Well, they didn't call it on Porter. No, that's just, I can't see who's just gone to three there. She makes a third. <laughs> More importantly... Three-point game. Yeah, great work by Tolo there. Getting position on uh, Nat Porter, who's the leading point scorer in the MVP award. Veal. Uh, no one picked up Veal. They just looked and watched as she just danced away through the key, made an uncontested right-hand layup. Only three points for the game so far for Kristen Veal. As we run down to three minutes left in the first term, Hunt brings the ball around the perimeter, looking to try and get a screen. Ironmonger, dump over the top from her. That looked like a travel, but uh, it's been slapped away by Tolo when it didn't land. She actually got a clear look at that. Used the right hand, maybe should have used the left hand. Pity, just not finishing those shots. Well, it's a 5.4 game here. 
33-27. Back to our one 2 zone for the AIS. Dompkins, Afiaki, Musselwhite now. Back to Veal on the right side. Dompkins finds space on the baseline. Bang. All net. She moves to 10 points. Again, Musselwhite trying to harass uh, Hunt in the backcourt there. Hunt will get a time. Munger hands back to Hunt. 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Newly trying to get herself free. Finds a way to the basket. Oh, just wouldn't land. Newly will get the ball back though. Tolo and her. Oh, eventually Gil locking it up. It will be an AIS ball. And, uh, well, it was good work in the paint there. They tapped it free, but Newly couldn't secure it before Veal came over and just grabbed it and locked it up. See, the RAS, they're doing a great job. Again, we just talk about not quite being able to finish those shots, but certainly getting opportunities. You know, great rebounds, getting into the key, taking those shots. So, mate, a few more would be very close game. It's out to nine now. Langford, who goes long inbound pass to Tolo, looking for Evsry. Evsry back on the left wing. She drives up to the arc, then kicks it right side to Langford, back to Gaze. Then left side, Esri gets it back again. 11 seconds left on the shot clock. Esri tries to take on Fallon. Inside to Ironmonger. Ironmonger, turnaround, jump shot. Oh, it didn't fall again. Tolo, though, got the slap away to Ironmonger, and Ironmonger gets the points. Made that second one. Did indeed. Great play then. As Apiaki now. Back to man. Yep. Right Can't side. give away those threes anymore. Dumpkins. Apiaki loses the handle on the pass. That was good pressure there by the AIS. And Gaze will inbound it. Veal, Fallon, timeout called by Karen Dalton. One minute 33 left to go in the first half. And, uh, well, obviously Karen just wants to talk about a couple of plays here. They've, what, should have four possessions? No, should have three possessions. Well, they got there. 133, that's plenty of time. Yeah. I'd say probably at least, at least four or five possessions, depending on how they run the ball. Again, the uh, AIS have made position but just haven't been able to execute the final the final uh, move to the basket as 36 plays 30 a 6 point ball game and Afiaki and Domkins both on 10 points apiece so they are looking good at the moment those two in great form Michaela Domkins coming into the uh, Sydney Uni program last year had, well, for the last two years had been uh, a real stand-up player for the AIS side and uh, certainly her range outside the uh, perimeter has just really given her that extra little bit in I've her game. I've been very impressed with uh, Domkins watching her for the, uh, for the Flames. She's got a lovely shot, can handle the ball, run the floor, is very aggressive. Uh, a lot of times, you know, rookies come into the program and they're not quite so, sh- quite so sure what their role is. They may be a little bit hesitant, but she's certainly not that. Defensively, she's very aggressive also. She, she looks like she's a veteran out there. Well, she certainly was the ambassador for the AAS last season. Now with the Sydney Uni Flames. Ezri gets the inbound ball, driving it down the right wing. Goes to Ironmonger, top of the key. Gaze has time. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. They lob into Tolo. Well, Tolo with a nice reverse layup. And, uh, well, once again, home crowd getting the advantage there because uh, I thought Tolo got a big shove from Afiaki that time. Yeah. That was probably the hardest shot she had to finish. little reverse. And she made it. Nice finish. Four-point ball game, 36 plays, 32. Back the, the man. 
go inside to, oh sorry, Sydney Uni going, uh, go with the inbound pass to Podo. Tolo's been called again wrestling with Porter. I think as this I, time it's on Porter. Oh, in fact, well, yeah, because they put the four up, but yes, Porter will now move to her second personal foul for the quarter. Foul total, 13 fouls against the AAS, eight. Taylor Francis coming on for Imunga. So Gage... They've doubled uh, Francis, yep. bit of pressure here. They're doubled up on Esri. Esri comes down to get the ball, and I think she's fouled. And Moose, well, yeah. no, it's again on Veal. So, Veal, oh, it was interesting because Musselwhite was the one that ends up on the ground, but it's uh, Veal who gets the foul against them. And that's it. two shots from the bonus again. Still over a minute to go, so both teams in the bonus now. Well, it was the AAS that it cost them the most for in the first quarter. Now with uh, both teams in the bonus, Esri's going to make yeah, the most back of to it. a three-point game. Esri makes the first. And the second on its way. Looks That's good. Money. Yep. So, back to a two-point game. 36-34. Beals pass. Touched by Esri to Apiaki. Apiaki goes to Porter. Ah, there's a foul. foul. Oh. The she shot will count. on the first step there, Craig. Looks like she took another step, made the two, and they counted that. Yeah, it was, uh, it, w- it was tough that the shots counted, but once again, this is what you're playing. You're playing to the whistle. That's that shot fake of hers again. She just... Actually, I wouldn't be falling for it. She just she shot bricks at the moment. She's going to be building a brick wall out there, and unfortunately, they're falling for that shot fake, and that's allowing her the penetration to the basket. Porter makes a three-point play. She moves to six points for the game. Thirty-nine plays thirty-four. We're out to a five-point ball game. As Ironmonger with the job to carry it down. As she gets to the half, Porter meets her. She wasn't getting past Porter easily. Esri gets it over the half. Langford. Esri, oh, Langford like gets double trapped. Esri comes out of it with a three-point shot that was short off the side of the iron, and Musselwhite comes up with the rebound. Poto will bring it down. 34 seconds left, still a couple of possessions to run. Musselwhite tries to move inside. Gaze keeps Good her three. position, and it means Musselwhite has to outlet Tapiaki. Porter and Poto, they're setting up. Eight seconds left on the shot clock, 20 on the game clock. Poto takes on Langford. Gets into the paint, hook shot, is off the side, and the shot clock runs out because Poto's shot's off the backboard, not off the ring. Well, lucky she missed that shot. I was hoping the the AIS wouldn't foul. They didn't. Fortunate enough, we didn't come up with a rebound, but the shot clock did count down. So AIS here with uh, 10 seconds left. Esri on the left wing to set up the play, man on man from the Sydney Uni Flames. Down to three. Esri has to go to Gaze, oh. shot rejected by Apiaki. It was just telegraphed a bit too much, that move. And at half time, it is the Sydney Uni Flames leading the AIS 39 to 34. Five points of difference, but it has been a spirited effort by the AIS. Well, unfortunately, Esri's down on that block from Apiaki, and she's in a considerable amount of pain. All right. So let's hope she's okay, Craig. Well, she isn't looking particularly good at the moment. Uh, Nikki Island and the uh, physio just picking her up and uh, both feet looking, well, just looking very, very uh, ginger. I think it's her left foot or left ankle. Yeah, well, we saw four ankles rolled in the Sydney Uni side on Friday night, so uh, I don't know if they polished this floor over Christmas, New Year. Actually... You can actually it's smell looking it. quite shiny. Yeah, they have recently done it. So, 
at halftime. 39-34, your thoughts, Michael, on the first half? Bit of a messy half from both teams. The AIS are able to just contain the Flames a little bit better. Don't fall for those shot fakes and, and just contain penetration without fouling. That would be one great area of the defence to work on. I think offensively, if they're able to just maintain a bit better court spacing, a bit more patience, go inside, it seems to be working for them, and just move to the ball so that uh, those passes aren't intercepted. And, of course, we've all talked about finishing off. They just missed a few opportunities. I mean, it is only a five-point game. Perhaps a bit more composure by the, by the AIS. They've really got to have a, a bit of a talk about how they're going to attack this second half and come out strong with a couple of good plays to start. Otherwise, they could find themselves in a bit of a hole. Well, just if we could, before we go to our break at halftime, your role in New South Wales basketball, or basketball New South Wales, I should say, as a development officer, what does that entail? Well, it entails a, a number of things. We're looking after a lot of the associations in our, in our state, so we'll give them assistance you know, with their junior competitions, with the development programs for coaches and players and referees. Also, we're involved with the, the development programs we run ourselves. We have the Metropolitan Development League. Uh, our teams today played a pre-game before the Flames in the AIS game, our under-14s, and they'll be touring Eltham Dandenong. So we also have our under-14s, 15s, 16s, 17s development programs, our various coach programs as well. We're involved in, I guess, all aspects of junior development within New South Wales and, of course, assisting our many associations become better at what they do. And the, uh, I imagine the job would take you fairly far and wide in the state? Yeah, well, New South Wales is a big state, Craig. <laughs> you, tell you, you, you do a lot of, lot of journey, uh, a lot of travelling. Uh, recently, I've gone up to the north coast, which is fantastic. Uh, a colleague of mine, Scott Palsar, has recently started. He's gone down the south coast. We've had a riverina trip. So we get out and try and see as many associations as we can and assist them with their programs. It's a fairly, challenge, fairly challenging job, I imagine. But as you, you see the girls starting to pre move up through state, uh, through the uh, state teams and then to the nationals and onto AIS and everything, that's where the rewards are coming from, I imagine. Yeah, if you look at, uh, I guess, the results of New South Wales as a state, we've certainly improved over the last three or four years. You know, we've got teams now you know, winning uh, state championships or certainly coming runners-up in state championships where this hasn't been the case in the past. And when so, you know, I guess the future is very bright for basketball and we've got a, a new National Intensive Training Centre program head coach in Peter Lonergan, who's recently started up and, look, he's also gone on a Riverina trip and... Uh, Things are really going well for basketball in New South Wales. We've got some great people on board. Association's going well. The sport of basketball's going well. Of course, our results to state are fantastic. And uh, importantly for Sydney fans, is their teams looking more and more like a Sydney team? There was one time there a few years ago where uh, the only person from Sydney in the team was actually uh, Karen Dalton. It yeah. was uh, made up of a lot of Melbournians and uh, South Australians, but uh, now... Mel Smith, Rachel Herrick, Eva Afiaki, uh, Michaela Dompkins, uh, all from New South Wales that I can remember, and that's probably just the first few that have come to mind. We've also got a lot of uh, New South Wales players in the AIS. I think if you look at uh, historically over time, we haven't had a lot of players, but I guess we are now. So, again, that's probably saying we're doing a great job, and we really have to be thankful for the many volunteer coaches, referees, administrators, administrators and, and volunteers who are being involved in our junior programs who give up countless hours to assist the game. It's doing a fantastic job. It's an interesting look at the stats here before we go to the half-time break. Leading scorers, two on ten points is Afiaki and Domkins. Eight points for Fallon, six points for uh, Porter, 
Then three points for Veal and two for Muscle White, making up the 39 for Sydney Uni. Then it's seven points for Francis, held scoreless in that second quarter. Good job on D there by Sydney Uni. Uh, eight points for Tolo, who's leading the AS scoring. Then four apiece to Manu and Schatz. Six points for, I think that's Evzery there. I'm looking at it from a bit too far away. Hunt with three as uh, the 34. But uh, looking at shots, 31 shots to 35 here. AIS with slightly better shooting percentage, 38.7. Actually outscored them in that quarter, 22-18. I mean, scoring 12 points in the first quarter, 22 in the second. That's great. I mean, we want to look to be scoring about 20 each quarter. Much better result that time. Um, as we look at some of the other team stats, turnovers, well, 10 turnovers, the AIS, 9 from Sydney. So and that's more even as well. Yeah, it is, because uh, at that first time, uh, quarter time break, turnovers were 8-3. to three. So they only get, turned the ball over twice in that quarter, a much better result. Off the bench point is where it's, well, it's probably going to be the biggest difference. And Sydney with 20 off the bench points, middly. It's Trish Fallon and uh, Eve Afiak coming off the bench for you to six points from the AIS. This is sportradio.com.au's coverage of the Sydney Uni Flames and the AAS on AAS Basketball. We'll take a break and be back with all the second half in just a few moments. About to get set here in the second half. It'll be Sydney Uni with the ball. Domkins to start the play to Poto. Porter, Fallon and Herrick out there for Sydney. It's 39, play 34. AAS, Schatz, Francis, Polo, Esri out there, so that's good news. And Hunt. Domkins works into the corner, puts the ball onto the foot of Tolo. The reverse layup from Porter is good and it will be a foul on Tolo. That'll be about the fourth personal foul on Mariana Tolo. And in fact, third personal foul on Tolo now. Good defence from Ebsey to get around that screen and get out and close out on the shot. But, uh, instead of shooting it was a little pass into uh, Porter but you didn't actually see it. The last minute she picked it up, and unfortunately, AIS fouled her. So, three-point play. It was indeed. As the AIS work it back, Hunt now setting up. Tolo gives her a good screen. She puts up the three, for, uh, puts up a long-range two. Tolo does the rebounding. That's where the AIS have to use those second-chance points. Oh, again, Tolo just lost a position there and got it into the side of the uh, backboard. Porter bringing it down, takes on Francis, kicks it. Oh, good intercept that time. It was supposed to go to That's a great Polo. pass. Great take from Ebsery. Oh, kicked away <laughs> by Dompkins in the end. Just lost the handle on that one. It went straight onto uh, Dompkins' foot. Yeah, it went onto Ebsery's foot and then Dompkins kicked yeah. it away as well. So uh, a bit of soccer being played there by both teams. 30, oh, sorry, 42 play 34. Sydney with the eight-point advantage. As Ezri gets the inbound point, Hunt goes to Schatz. Schatz has time, thinks about the three, takes on a former teammate in Domkins. Tolo tries to beat down the rebound. Hunt will get it back. Not resetting the shot. To take a shot. Yes, nine seconds left. Tolo gets it on the rim that time, but Fallon will. Could try one on one move. So yeah, no rebounders. And... It didn't hit the rim, and that's why they rushed it a bit. Fallon's shot hits the rim. Ezri will lock it up and carry it down. Bounce pass to Francis. Oh, it doesn't go in. And the foul reaching over the back will be against Rebecca Schatz. Schatz will have her fourth 
personal foul. Yeah, those shots we talk about, just making those shots in transition, taking half a second longer, softly off the backboard. Well, that's a four-point turnaround. That's by missing those shots, so again, it's a city possession. 42 plays 34, eight points still, eight minutes, 30 seconds left to go in the third term. As Domkins, Porter, then out wide is Fallon. Goes back to Poto. Hunt's been called for the foul that time. Yeah, Hunt playing very tightly on Poto, trying to deny the pass, and just got a hand on her there. There have been three fouls already, Craig. Yes, her first personal, and with eight minutes, 20 seconds left to go in the third term. Herrick to Fallon. Poning baseline was Poto, gets it, just doesn't go for the reverse layer, kicks it out to Fallon, Fallon banks it in. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Fallon, it was Porter banking it in. Porter yeah. moves to 11 points for the game. When you're defending Fallon, you've really got to have one hand up to take away the shot or the pass and one hand on the ball. Having two hands down, she's going to find a way to beat you, either by the pass or by the shot. Going to have to play her a bit better. Hunt has the pass intercepted by Fallon. She carries it down. Goes through hands to Domkins, eventually to Porter. Porter drives down the left lane. Outlet to Poto. Poto for three. Rattles off. And Esri is able to steal it away from Herrick, who looked like she was going to secure it. Hunt has time. Sets up. It's all there. Nice. Transition three. Six points for the game now for Nicole Hunt. Herrick. Right side to Domkins. Domkins can shoot a three. Esri's hands are up in front of her. Goes to Porter, top of the key. Then to Fallon, 45 left side. Fallon goes in, gives it to Porter on the elbow. The shot was short, but Fallon comes up with an easy rebound. Newly watching her. Newly Tolo. Francis Hunt. Fallon's shot is out over... Well, it hits the back of the iron. Over the side by Francis. And Gaze Manu come in for Hunt and Tolo. Musselwhite and Veal step in for Domkins and Poto. Better job by Newley then. Uh, on Fallon, one hand up. Forced a very tough full-back uh, shot. Veal inbounds long to Fallon. Fallon gets a good screen from Herrick. Gets away from Esri. Dumped back to Herrick. Herrick has to go back and find it. Inbound to Porter. Porter's all by herself in the paint. Nice pass. Esri got uh, caught on that screen. On that last position. 46 plays, 37. Still a nine-point ball game. As Gaze works around to the right-hand side. Francis, top of the key. Oh, oh Fallon gets the pass from Francis. Just Francis being a bit too nice there. Just actually yeah. gave her the ball. It was actually a pass to Fallon that time. She just lost it on the uh, player going at her. Travel on the flames. Oh, yes, get the ball back, but uh, we've got a timeout. Yep, I think Dean uh, Kinsman just wants to talk to the girls about that because, uh, well, that is no real excuse for passing to the opposition when you're playing in white and uh, you normally play in red. It's not like the old days when the AIS played in red or blue. Yeah, I think the AIS just need to slow things down a bit. They've got the ball, but they haven't made best use of it. They've had a few turnovers and, of course, the Flames... They've been pretty good on the boards as well. Down the other end, they've, they've got a lot of second-chance points already. So yeah. I think if we can probably look half the ball a bit better on offence, make sure we box out on the flames and get those boards, just finish off some of those shots, we're going to be uh, coming back into the game. It's, it's a nine-point game again. So players have come down the floor and uh, built on their five-point lead. So I imagine Dean Kingsman is probably talking about a bit more patience on offence and making sure we catch face, have a good look. 
Now we've probably got about 15, 16 seconds once we get it over halfway. So let's make some good decisions, and I think they did look good when they went inside. So maybe we can see a couple of plays for some of our bigger players. It's Veal, Musselwhite, Apiaki, Fallon and Porter who step out for Sydney Uni. Gaze, Francis, uh, Newley, Esri and also Manu. Oh, the pass from Francis was too hard. It's been tapped away by Musselwhite who comes up with it in the front court. Apiaki's oh, layup doesn't two. fall. And Ezra, uh, Manu comes up with the rebound, gives it to Francis. Francis was quick to give it off to... Uh, nice pass from Francis. Francis got it back, then went inside to Esri and Esri finished it off. Uh, sorry, to Manu and Manu finished it off. That's better from the AIS. Porter. Back to man from the AIS. Fallon, muscle white, then it's Apiaki going right, left side to Fallon, back to the right, Porter. Porter up on Porter, there's no shot there. Apiaki backing into the paint, Manu gets oh, great the rebound. job by Manu, didn't fall for any shot fake, stood her ground. Got a nice box out on the board. Oh, look away oh. pass, though, was intercepted by Veal. Well, tapped away by Veal. Fallon comes up with it. Yeah, forced there by Ebsery. I just want to take a bit more time, a bit more patience in offence. Musselwhite going hard at Gaze. Gets ah. away for Gaze, and Gaze put her hands all over him. Yeah, look, she did a great job on the closeout. Took away the dribble. Was then just a bit too slow, and must just step past her and had that shot, and Gaze out of position just took that foul. Francis just sitting down for the moment, but she uh, just needs to get a bit of composure there. One error sort of compounded into a couple. Then. Yeah, straight after that timeout, she actually just threw the ball away. Absolutely couldn't catch that, and uh, it was a turnover straight after timeout. So let's see what Dean Kingsman's going to do if he's going to uh, try and make a bit of a change. And Musselwhite makes both. She goes to four points for the game. are going to run now. 48 plays 39, nine-point game. AIS were five points at the long break. Esri on the right side got the hand off from Langford who brought it forward. Then Newley. Newley in traffic. Oh, worked her way oh, into the paint the there. Shot. Yeah, she tried to push the pass instead of going for the shot. Fallon. Newley's done that. That was a little jump shot from just inside the key. And she can shoot too. It's in the blood, Maya Newley. Brother is, of course, playing up Edgerill, north. Fallon. Hands are down. Fallon driving. And converts with the banked in shot. 10 points for Fallon for the game. 50 plays 39 as Martin comes in for Newley. And Fallon sits down. Coming in for Fallon is Porter. So Poto, Porter, Veal, Musselwhite and Afiaki. Sydney do play very deep on their bench. They've, they've Langford got playing the point now. Martin gets the ball back, goes right side to Gaze, over the top to Manu, Manu goes to Lewis. Lewis thought about the three, in the end passed and it away. Out of yeah. I'd like to see uh, Gaze coming off a couple of screens and getting us some shots. I'd really like to see the AIS taking some threes, making some threes, getting some court space. Great boards, great Veal. boards. Yeah, Veal's layup just went off the glass. Manu came down with it. Gaze drives ah, it all the got way. Two shots here. Great job by Manu. Poto. Oh, no, it's not. It's going to be Eva Apiaki, yeah. That's only her first personal foul. Aggressive move to the basketball. Gaze just kept going. Was indeed. Gaze looking to make her first points of the game. It's up to 11 again. See if she can get this down below double figures. All the IRS need to come out and play. 
don't let Sydney get a break in this third quarter. Cousin of Andrew. And yeah, that's money. <laughs> both shots just all net. They come down. AIS pressing for the full court. Gaze on photo. Photo. Dance from Gaze. Goes right side to Dompkins. Lewis watching her. Dompkins has to go over the top to Porto. Transfers on to Muscle White on the left wing. Two steps back Good from the arc. Good students here. As Dompkins... Close out. Hand straight up. Uh, unfortunately, oh. Langford's been called. Yeah, look, they just got that ball reversal and uh, Langford was caught on the seal and you know, he just didn't have a great position, unfortunately. Bit of a mismatch again and Sydney are good at doing that and just made the two, fouled one to come. Interesting, Dean Kinsman decides to go for a second time out here with three minutes 52 left in the third quarter. That only gives him one if it does close up in, the, uh, in that last quarter. It's 11 points at the moment. 52 plays 41 with Porter. Well, just 13 points for the game. 10 points apiece to Apiaki, Fallon, Domkins. And that's, that is the nice thing that you have got so many uh, doubles already in the, uh, in the points column. Uh, I'd imagine that a few of those rebounders will be getting up towards double-doubles for the game. Well, they need to do a better job of containing some of these players. I mean, Porter, although she hasn't been shooting well, she's starting to come into the game now, and Fallon's going well. Surprisingly, we haven't seen a lot from Veal, and, and Veal can just light it up. So God help us if she starts going. We might see a change again in our defence from our half-court man. We might go back to a zone, see what uh, the IS do out of this uh, timeout. Of course, we have got uh, one shot, and then will be the AIS ball, and uh, let's see if they try and get the ball inside. Manu's doing such a great job. I'd love to see her get the ball a little bit more, and certainly uh, get a few more shots to gaze. In fact, that timeout, well, I don't know how the scoreboard works here, so I better not say, but both teams on one timeout for the half, so shot from yeah, Porter is good. Rattled around on the iron for a little while before it did eventually drop. Langford carrying oh, it back, almost lost to Drupal. Yeah. Manu goes nice hard into Gates. Gates oh. couldn't get the layup, almost tapped back in by Domkins, but Great eventually secured by Poto. Domkins, oh, hits hard to Muscle White. Muscle White, is she falling out of the court? Gets it back to Domkins. 15 seconds left on the shot clock. Porter then left side to Poto. Francis wants to come back in for the AAS. Oh. Domkins has it and on the right Domkins side. Domkins mismatch here. Looks like Domkins are taken to the rack. Shot is yeah, all net. <laughs> you can see that coming. Uh, it was just a mismatch in speed, not in height. Yeah. Domkins, 12 points for the game. I mean, Manu was initially on Afiaki, which is a good match, but they switched on the screen and uh, Domkins just used that to advantage. Langford tried to use the opening there to drive into the paint. Shot was a bit short. Muscle White came up with a rebound. Bounce pass. And it's kicked off, well, bounced off the foot to Apiaki. And it will be Hunt back in for Gaze, Langford and Francis swap back over. Yeah, Fallon's back on. Fallon also on. Sitting down is Nat Porter. Francis carrying the ball down. Goes to Hunt. Hunt on the 45. Poto watching her. Yeah, oh, roll off, but Manu wasn't... The pass, I don't think Manu was ready for that no, play. No, it wasn't a great pass. Good screen and dive, but she's actually not looking at the ball when she dove. Moose there, just faking a shot, taking one dribble. Left hand off the backboard, another two. 
Musselwhite puts it in. On transition, the Flames are looking good. Six points for the game. Kicks nice. it over to oh. Manu, who leaves it short with the banked in shot off the glass. Manu's going to be called for the foul there as Dompkins was off to the races. Good work by Manu. Drew up the floor nicely, had an armbar, kept the defensive player away from it. Nice little dish, but again, just missed that shot. And what do we got there? 41-57. That's a 16-point game that's starting to look ugly with 2.22 left in the game. In the and quarter. Like, sorry, in the quarter, rather. Looks like uh, Dobkins on the line should be shooting too. So yep. lots All of those early fouls. All those early fouls are now yeah. coming home to, uh, to rue the AIS. Dobkins makes the first of two. And that's a long walk because that foul was in the backcourt too. Second is good as well. So 59-41. Full court pressure again. Francis hands off to Schatz. Schatz working around the perimeter. Goes back to Hunt. Ten seconds left on the shot clock. Manu sets for three. Goes hard. Tries to get it to Francis but Poto was there. She had an open look there, just didn't have the confidence to go for it from outside the arc. Yeah, look, again, they just seem to be standing around perimeter, just watching and looking. No basket cuts there. At the arc, he finds Poto cutting into the paint, outlet to Mel Smith. Smith rattles in and out. Oh, I think you'll find Manu's foul there. Looks like Smith, is it? Or Dobkins? Pushing foul against yeah, Dobkins, yeah. Just in her back. I'd love to see AIS just under two minutes, 1.45, make some baskets here. Well, I'm sure Dean Kingsman wants the same thing as well. Inbound ball, again the full court pressure. Over the half through the hands of Francis and Schatz on the left wing. The AIS just need to start making shots. Smith almost knocked it out of the hands of Francis, uh, out of Schatz. Goes in, hard cut at the baseline was Hunt. Shot didn't fall, Tolo couldn't secure the putback. Yeah. And I'm sure Apiaki there, and gee, tell you what, Apiaki put her off that shot. Do- Fallon Smith then right side to Veal. Fallon looking at Francis. Gets up, tries to... Oh, uh, great containment by Francis. Stopped that dribble. She knew she was going right and stopped that. Apiaki has actually been attributed with an offensive foul. Charge on Schatz. That's her second foul of the quarter. And she hadn't played many minutes in this quarter for mine. Well, I guess the good news for the AIS there is, uh, even though the turnover was there, no score to Sydney. Still it is 18, though. So it's a long way to come back. One minute and 11 seconds. They've had bigger comebacks to uh, get it back into the game this year. They just hadn't been able to get the wins. Schatz goes over to Esri for three. And he look good out of the hand. Foul on Francis, I think. An offensive foul trying to contest yep. that rebound. So, again, another turnover. Third personal. And fourth. guess what? It's another two, Craig. Yep. To put them up about 60 if they make it. And so we're looking at a 20-point game. From a five-point lead in the three-quarter time, this has been the quarter that uh, Flames have really stuck up to the AIS. They've just been unable to execute on offense. Flames taking advantage of those poor shots, poor passes, and, and running the floor. And, of course, being in foul trouble certainly hasn't helped the AIS. Apiaki makes the first and that is one of the frustrations coaching a young team is that they do have that drop off and regularly it's been either the first or the third quarters for the AAS this season. Second shot not completed so it's 60 points to 41 as the AAS has only scored two ports. Shot goes up off the back of the iron, Musselwhite cleans it up. 
for Sydney Uni. Good decision from Shat. She got clear of her play out, wide open shot. That was actually a good shot to take. Veal lets the clock run down. 14 seconds on the shot clock, 32 seconds on the game clock. Three-quarter time approaching. Veal backing around Hunt. Kicks it hard to Afiaki. Afiaki. Going to go one-on-one -on -one here. It gets into... Step through. Oh, oh she <laughs> made it. the shot. Oh. Nice. Number of players wouldn't have got a shot away then, but uh, she managed to somehow get Hunt on the ground, which gave her room to use a hand. Here's a shot. Hunt, Hunt for three off the back of the iron. Good board, Lebsery. Tries to put it back up. Ironmonger. Well, Herrick oh. was ripping Ironmonger's oh. arm that time. Oh, Jump ball. Ironmonger not happy about that. Well, I think that's fair too. Jump ball called on the buzzer, but the uh, siren had sounded for three-quarter time. And uh, I think Ironmonger can be unhappy there. She was dragged to the ground by Herrick and uh, no call. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a foul. If you're in simple clock stops, that's a foul. So certainly the referee's putting their whistle in their pocket there for the last four or five seconds and just letting play continue. And now, 21-point lead. So what to do with the AIS? Yeah, uh, what, what was uh, extremely disappointing was uh, we haven't got the box scores there, but they only put two points on and they probably only had... I would suggest to you less than 10 shots for the quarter. Well, they only had a couple of good looks. Mm. Uh, they just threw the ball away. Yeah, oh, I don't think it's a matter of the City Flames stepping up their offense. I think it's a matter of a little bit of fatigue there with the AIS and starting to stand around as they, as they were doing in the first quarter, particularly the, the end of that first quarter, um, standing around an offense, waiting for something to happen, not making basket cuts, and they're looking a bit stagnant. When they do make those cross-court passes, Flames good enough to pick them off. Yeah, and a number of times the Flames have just been one step ahead of them on those passes. And uh, sometimes I think the AS have looked to push a pass when they actually had a look themselves. I, I can particularly remember one time where um, I think Manu had done all the hard work, had got herself clean at the basket, but she was looking to get it to a baseline cut rather than take the shot herself. Yeah, look, the difficulty with, with offences, you know, if you are trying to run a structure as players, sometimes you get the ball and think, well, I know I've got to make that pass. Sometimes they just don't have the composure to realise, well, hang on a second, this is a makeable shot for me. I'm going to take it, or I'm going to take the drive. We, sometimes, you know, as players, we don't read the D. We, we just run the offence and maybe should be shooting or should be driving some occasions, and I think the AIS have suffered a bit from that. So let's see what Dean Kinsman can do, what sort of instructions he's giving them. They're still in the huddle. Flames are on court having a chat, Dean, still talking to them. So they'll be on court shortly, and let's hope they can maintain a bit of court spacing, make some good decisions, and get some scores. It'll be good to see them whittle back that lead. 21-point lead now coming into the fourth. Veal, Apiaki, Musselwhite, Herrick, and Smith for Sydney Uni. Good to see Herrick and, uh, and Smith getting some good minutes here too for Sydney Uni. That's important that they do give their bench some time. Also, Shats, uh, Hunt, Tolo... Ironmonger and Esri for the AIS. As they go to the front court immediately, the AIS, Shat, Tolo, Hunt. Hunt goes to Shat. Smith watching her close. That's a layup. Oh, well. Reaching in foul. Good decision. I like to see Shat's driving. That was a good decision. Great move to go to the basket. Just looking at that third quarter there, Craig. Seven points from AIS after a 22 second quarter. A 22.2 second quarter to seven. And the Flames back on track 23, so that's, that really did hurt them. Yes, it did indeed. I'm not sure who they gave that foul to either. I think they gave it's the Mel Smith. with the jumper. 
Jump shot from the baseline didn't fall. Herrick came yeah, up with a rebound. The ring overcooked that one. Yeah, I think they gave Mel Smith that foul too. So an early foul. Smith puts up the three-point attempt. Good Herrick. Good from Hart. Did you see that? Well, she was doing everything she could, but uh, unfortunately Herrick just had such a size advantage over um, Nicole Hunt, but was still able to uh, she stop Herrick. Her out. She held her back, and it's an AIS ball. Yep. Herrick just couldn't pull it in before it bounced over the uh, baseline. As Jack again, again down the middle of the key. Oh, Layup that time was great. Oh. I'm liking this. Great way to start the fourth. Great drive. Yeah. Oh, Musselwhite gets a hard pass at the baseline before she goes out, gets it back into Smith. Musselwhite drives baseline, reverse layup was short, Tolo rebounds it. Hunt now. They're moving fast, the AAS, as they try to close up this gap. It has to go to Schatz. Over the top to Ironmonger, and Ironmonger will shoot two as Herrick has been called for a personal foul. Uh, her second of the quarter. Holding foul. Oh, I thought they said she was going to shoot two then, but no. Yeah, baseline. Yeah, it would only be a baseline. Herrick's off and uh, Porter's back on yeah. for, the, for the Flames. Falls out to Ebsery. Hunt now at the 45. Calling for the on-ball screen. Yeah. Looking, Jeff. going left, turning the corner. Hunt. Sets up for three. She had a long look off the back of the iron shots. Oh, Tolo taps it back to Ironmonger. Can't put it in. Aviaki had a foot out of the court when she took possession of that ball that was just tapped away. That was a wide open little one step shot off the backboard from Ironmonger. Yeah, good try. Good position. Inbound ball. Schatz gets it to Hunt again. Hunt bounce pass inside to Schatz. Foul on Smith. Yep, that's in her the back second. Hasn't Schatz come alive? Two drives down the middle of the key. Great position in the post. Yep. She has just really stepped up here. They've needed a two. Yeah. Might be too late. Inbound to Hunt. Hunt goes to Ironmonger. Ironmonger lost the handle on it. Good Came back, got it. Pass. Tolo just ah, got caught on travel. I think uh, Veal got a piece of that ball then as she was about to take off. Fort. 62 plays 43. Sydney with a 19-point lead. Veal, one finger in the air as she sets the play. Bounce pass right side to Porter. AIS back in the zone. Oh, and, and the intercept. Yeah, Hunt's off hunt. to the races. Give Great it the shot. And it's played oh, up. Have a nice little left hand. Good Sydney work. looking to push the ball to Moose. AIS back. back in the zone. Yep. Apiaki over the top to Veal. Right side to Smith. Bounce pass. On the baseline, low post right side. Porter just walked away, then put up an air ball. Muscle White was good enough ah. to get it and to sucker the uh, foul out of, I think, Nicole Hunt. Yeah, no weak side rebound there and uh, just wide open to take that ball and pop it back in again. Only her second personal foul. Just got caught on that zone. I think that's, uh, well, that's an interesting one. I didn't think Muscle White had enough of the ball to be uh, calling it a shooting foul, but she's gone to the line. Six points for the game as she gets it. First shot, well, it's in. Easy one for Muscle White. Second shot, all net as well. Muscle White moves to eight points. 64 plays 45. Back out to 19. Francis here with the ball. Left side of the court. Schatz has got time. Oh, she pushes oh, it great inside pass to Manu. Oh, that's a lovely pass. Manu got great position and Manu was fouled and she'll shoot too. 
How simple is this game when you play it well? Well, that is it. And uh, again, the concern, 7 minutes 56, four fouls on... Four fouls on the AAS, and that's the first foul. Well, surprisingly, they've actually called this a push before she shot, so it's going to be a baseline ball. Pity about that, because oh. they've got great position. Inbound ball, Schatz gets it to Hunt on the right-hand wing. Uh, goes to Francis on the left lane. Francis into the paint, turn around, jump shot over, Porter is good. So Francis, her first points in the second half, moves to nine for the game. 64-47, Veal just working around Esri, watching her. Porter now goes back to Woodyard, right side to Veal. Veal goes back to Fallon, Fallon backing away. Manu's on Fallon, gives yeah. it up. Podo puts up a three, uh, and that was from the sideline. That's a pretty good three by the Shats. Podo's first points to the game. Baseline, Shats can't get the shot to drop, Podo's fouled her. So, this time... It will be Schatz to the line. They're into the bonus as well. Yeah, Langford coming back on for Ebsery. Yep. It's a big line-up now. Well, Schatz at the line. Hunt coming in for Gaze. So now it gets bigger because as soon as you take Hunt off, the next player is going to be taller. <laughs> Nicole Hunt coming into the program halfway through. Done a good job this year. Oh, and Schatz just rattles out on her. Chats with eight points for the game and a shot to come. Second shot is all net. AAS back down to 18... Oh, back down to 17... No, back down to 19 points, I should say. Peel on the right side, goes to Woodyard, top of the key. Fallon's on the left, 45. And around the perimeter, Poto for three. three for yeah, she puts it up. Tolo comes... Uh, sorry, Langford comes down with the and rebound. Good boards. They walk the floor too. Third personal foul for Veal. Well, it's uh, 6.56 uh, to go in the game and already bonus for the IS every time they've got possession. So, Yeah, it could be an opportunity here for the IS to get back into this and game. I, I think you'll find that smart coaching from Dean, Dean Kingsman, to go with a taller lineup and try and get the ball inside, draw some fouls, go to the line. Particularly if they can convert them, which has been a, a problem. Langford gets on the score sheet now with her first. And the second. Money. Back yep. to 17. Here 50, comes a charge. 50 plays, 67. As we have 6 minutes, 50 left to go in the game. Poto left side to Fallon. Fallon, well back from the arc. Kicks it right side to Woodyard. Woodyard on the dribble. Pulls up at the left elbow Keep outside to Fallon. Fallon. Fallon drives down the left lane. Shot is good all net. Hard to defend that. Yeah, look, that's a great shot. AIS. Langford setting up. She wants to go. Oh, Francis for three. She's got a good range, but it comes off the back of the iron. Langford trying to rebound it. And Dompkins and Fallon doing the work. Oh, the pass from Fallon. Fallon looks just so comfortable out there, doesn't she? So yeah, lackadaisical. She, she just looks so relaxed. It reminds me a lot of Andrew Gaze. He just looked to be cruising through the game. It's so talented. Everything looks to be in slow motion and so well balanced. Mm. Francis now goes right side to Newley. Newley, Gaze, Manu Newley's and... got a drive here. Well, pulled up. Pulled up. Gaze is going to do it. And leaves the layup short. Rebounded by Dompkins. Gives it to Poto. Poto to the centre circle. 
Foul on oh, Gay. Gee, that's a hard call. She missed that shot, did a great job to recover and get back on Poto, but called for a hands foul. Third personal for Katie Gaze. Biaki back on. Time out. Called by, well, Karen Dalton calling for the first time out of the third quarter, of oh, the fourth quarter, sorry. And it's 69-50. So still that 19-point deficit. But the AS have looked a lot better. It's just this, this one-quarter drop-off that the uh, the young younger AS side suffer from, which has been the difference. Good to see Francis taking that three. She's looked a bit hesitant, but uh, she was wide open and took it. I mean, they're great shots. It's not a hand in your face. You're well-balanced. You're in position. You've got rebounders. Let's see if they can work the ball inside as well. Well, Look to penetrate, keep their space. I mean, they've got a larger team on the floor, and, of course, being in the bonus, every time they foul, they get two. Francis went three from three last Friday night uh, in Canberra. So she, she for a big girl, it's important, I think, uh, for them to have an outside game as well because if you come up a team that can box you out or decides to try and double-team and collapse in on you, if you can stand outside and give them something to think about as well, that does really mean the defence can't have that break. And we see so much with Abby Bishop, Tracy Beattie for the Capitals. They don't really have that outside game, and so they uh, it sort of limits them and leaves them a little bit one-dimensional when things aren't going right inside. Well, it's an easy game if you can shoot. If you can shoot, people have got to respect you. If they don't respect you, you shoot. Once they come close, but take away your shot, you drive. It's, you, you've got to be able to score inside and out. Woodyard to Dompkins for three. She's got a great outside game, that is for sure. Michaela Dompkins did a, a lot of that for the AAS. Now they're receiving it back. It's almost unfair, isn't it? Teach them how to become great players and they give it back to us. Uh, 72 plays uh, 50. Trying to force that pass there. Langford just couldn't get it to Manu, who, who was cutting inside the paint. Dompkins would get at the top of the key. Left side is Fallon. Fallon gets away. Oh, Francis tried to go for the steal on Apiaki. Apiaki drove into the paint. Then out recover, left to Poto. Poto gets it to Francis. Uh, Newley's going to be called on the foul there. Just uh, with her hands up was a bit uh, was was just uh, a bit messy. Yeah, look, Fallon did a good job there of just backing into her, just using her smarts, backing her, being backing her in under the ring, then turning and shooting, and there's another foul. So it's only three fouls, so there's, there's no bonus, I suppose. But uh, it's got to do a better job of containing them in this last quarter. Yeah, when they're 72 now, if we could possibly keep them under 80, 85, and that'd be a great effort and score another 15 to 20 ourselves. Need to set some targets and really work on the defensive end. Fallon makes both. And it will be Schatz, Francis, Esri, Manu and Martin out there for the AAS. Esri, Francis, back to Schatz as they work around the right-hand half of the perimeter. Manu gets the top of the key. Martin holds off, gets a screen. Has to go to Esri for three. Esri takes on a former teammate in Domkins. Manu, handoff to Martin. Bang! Three-point is good. Martin gets her first score of the game. 74 plays 53, 11 points. It must have been a two-pointer there because uh, the official scoreboard saying 52-74. Fallon, hook shot's good. And the points will count. It was a good play, good weak side cut under the ring. Little curl cut around the players. Fallon caught the ball in the left hand on the pass from Dobkins and just put up a gentle little shot, hit the backward, hit the ring, rolled in and was fouled and she'll take a third shot. Again, she's just so hard to stop. 
She is indeed. And the only stopping is a sub. It looks like she's being subbed off. Porter's back on. So, as you mentioned, Craig, it's hard to contain this team. You don't lose much, if anything, no. you make subs. And even Herrick and, and Smith are both good players. They just haven't got the experience that the rest of your lineup has. Schatz now working around the perimeter. Goes right side to Esri. Back to Schatz. Now the left side to Tolo. Tolo then goes back to the top of the key. Esri drives down the left lane. Pull up at the elbow. Doesn't fall no in. Yep, they all backed away. They thought it was in. And it was Porter and Toto. Bring it back. Porter, then Domkins. Domkins left side. playing that right wing the last few possessions. Yep, makes a pass. Woodyard, Apiaki, then back to Poto, right side. Dompkins on the long range two, just inside the three-point oh, arc. Eric battles for that, gives it back to Dompkins from the right wing. Rattles oh. out again, boxed and out that time by Tolo oh, and Martin. Let's get the rebound, thank goodness. Yes, Schatz goes, bounce pass, oh, it's hot for uh, Esri. Nice. Esri working in the paint there, turnaround jump shot is good. Just underneath the ring, quickly turn, almost... Uh, twisted her body around and uh, just popped it over the top of the ring. Three Jins, back into the zone. Three minutes 30 left to go. Domkins left side. Woodyard, then Poto. Then to Afiaki. Afiaki watched by Schatz. Skip pass. Yeah. pass to Poto. Out of bounds. Didn't just... Uh, Sydney, were, Sydney were looking flat that time in offence. They I weren't. think they recognised the change. They quickly had a look and we were a bit uncomposed there. Uh, Smith comes back into the game for Woodyard. Domkin sits down and it's Musselwhite who comes back out for her. Inbound ball goes to Schatz. She had to work hard. Has go pass go to Martin. Gets a good screen off Martin Schatz. going right. Yep. It goes to Lewis. Lewis inside. Oh, the pass. I think Porter got a hand on that. No, she didn't. Just trying to force those passes again, Craig. You alluded to it earlier. Just, you know, if the pass isn't on, it's just reverse it. Still got a bit of time left on the shot clock. Esri sits down. Right side. Poto, Smith, then back to Afiaki, top of the key. Left side is Musselwhite. Back to Poto. Poto then to Smith on the baseline. Goes left side to Porter still. And Schatz has been called for the foul as she was There's diving over the, the top. Well, it's one of those tough yeah, things. Hands came. Yeah, we'll push with the right hand. She had a left hand up, got a hand on the ball. Schatz will be out of the game with that. That's her fifth personal foul. So, so five fouls apiece, both teams in the bonus now with 2.47 and Sydney up to 23. That's a big buffer. But Chats, who had been playing really well in that quarter, has to sit down and uh, takes no further part in it. Just looking at Chats, she had four points, so she scored four in that quarter, or in that eight, six minutes that she was out there. Afiaki. Makes both. Right, you should miss the first. No, miss the first one. Made the second. With Schatz scoring four, probably doesn't sound like a lot, but gee, she was good getting the ball up the court, working hard on D, really putting in a big effort. Lewis gets the ball on the left side. Lewis has got a three-point game, and it's good. Bang! She pulled the trigger that time. And yeah, Lewis we've got our girls from Gosford here cheering on Molly Lewis just in front of us. We've come down to watch this game, the Mighty Rebels. Hand off, Apiaki and Hunt. Jump, Jump ball. ball. Great effort. Yeah, Hunt was over the shoulder of Poto that time, though. Lucky to get that jump ball. Yeah. Uh, I guess when you're 20, what are you, uh, 20, uh, 21 up there, you can afford to laugh at those sort of calls. Yep. Manu sits down and Langford steps back in. It'll be Smith who brings it in from the side. Looking now. 
AIS Good, good job by Hunt on Pato. Afiaki. Totally denying of the ball. Smith around the perimeter to uh, Muscle White. Goes to Porter for three. Bang. That oh, was all she net. made one. Yeah. Porter just... <laughs> hey, look at that. All net. My score sheet says 19 for the game. Martin now going to the right. Hunt sets up. Tolo gets a screen. Goes back to Lewis. Lewis thought about the three. Musselwhite gets into her face eventually. Then goes back to Hunt. Hunt, shot from downtown. Hits the front of the iron. Tolo can't keep the ball in. She was on the side there. And, well, it was the only option there because the shot clock was running down. Yeah, it really does look as though the AIS are a little bit rattled and they just haven't had quite that extra one second to, to get composed and take that shot. The Flames giving her nothing, closing out quickly, taking away everything the students are trying. 81 plays, 57. Oh, and there was Porter, faked yeah. the shot from the foul line. One dribble, missed the lap, good enough to get her own weak side rebound and put it in with a left hand. Does well. This time Lewis has time three. for three off the back of the iron. Martin couldn't secure the rebound. Smith goes long, Langford. Well, Porter tried to set herself up in the paint, but the pass didn't make it. Martin from the elbow. Well, no unboxing out there for the AS now. And the shot was down in the hands of Apiaki. Poto, Poto just spun away from her. One minute left here at the Sports and Aquatic Centre. Sydney Uni leading it. And Apiaki at the left elbow. Bounce pass to the foot of... Uh, well, I thought it came off the foot of Porter. But in fact, it came off Tolo. So, Woodyard and Veal coming back out for Apiaki and Poto. 83 plays 57. It is a 26-point ball game with 52 seconds left. Veal now driving to the baseline. Oh, bit of a push-off from Veal. Yeah, I think Hunt played it up too. Hunt played it up trying to get the foul. Veal just nailed the shot. Yeah. Half-court pass goes to Martin. She brings it forward. Goes back to Hunt. Then to Lewis. Lewis, well, Veal in front of her. Goes left side to... Martin, then back to Langford. Langford, high shot. Doesn't Good ball from Martin. Stripped to the ball by Smithfield and Musselwhite. She had no help. But it will be the AAS to get the ball back. 29 seconds left in the game. 24. Shot clock reset. Long pass in. Langford tries to take up on the drive. Veal's been caught on the steal. That will be Veal's fourth personal foul. Good to see the AAS contesting some of these shots. Uh, the last few minutes we've seen them take a shot and just run back on B. Now we're starting to get some rebounders in there and we're getting some second chance shots and also by contesting that outlet pass from the Flames, slowing down their fast break. As Langford misses the first. Second one rattles short as well. 27 seconds left, Veal in control. She brings the ball straight down the centre of the floor, one finger in the air. Hunt goes to her. Right side, Woodyard. Left side is Veal. Veal... Fakes the pass, then goes to Musselwhite. Musselwhite to Smith. Over the top to Porter. Nice. Porter gets it in. Porter finishing strong here. Moves to 33 points. Ball stolen. Musselwhite. Musselwhite with 10 points for the game. Long pass to Hunt. Hunt, what will she do? Puts up a three-pointer on the buzzer. It's all off the back board. 89 257, a disappointing loss in the end for the AAS who had their chances in the first half 
for the second half went MIA in that third quarter. Yeah, they certainly did, Craig. They even at the beginning of the fourth, a bit sluggish to score, and I think you've got the experience of the Flames, who themselves were a bit sluggish at the start of that game. Really, it's good for the AIS and uh, defensively clamped down a lot, took away a lot of their shots, took away their penetration, and ran the floor very well, and of course started to shoot a bit better also. It was a interesting game. We'll hear from some of the players and the coaches next here on Sport Radio AIS Basketball. Well, for Karen Dalton, after a shaky first half, they uh, dominated the game in the second. Yeah, I think um, trying to do what we're trying to do is, um, it's not going to come overnight, but it was much better effort. I thought the efforts in the first half were good, even though the execution probably wasn't where we wanted it to be, but I thought their efforts were really good, which is what I thought we were lacking on um, Friday night. Natalie was starting to find some space there in that second half too and uh, gaining confidence in the, in the paint. Yeah, well, I think she's coming off and she's still carrying that ankle injury that she did on Friday night. So I think that um, I think anything in the key was going to be a bit tough for her in the first half. But, you know, once she got her confidence back inside the key, I think that was, you know, she played really well. I've got to ask, is Trish Fallon on the plug of Lockett's uh, warm-up schedule? She uh, just got to the game in time to uh, to the bench. No, she had, she, uh, she had a couple of problems on the way here, so I got the phone call, the urgent phone call, and, um, you know, she's, um, you know, not a bad player to bring off the bench, though. So I had to, she was actually supposed to start, but obviously, you know, didn't get here in time. Well, with Apiaki, Fallon, and, uh, and, num- and I think Domkins all coming off the bench. Uh, Muscleite. Muscleite, sorry, you're coming off the bench. Your bench points look great tonight. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, that's exactly right. I quite didn't think of that. No, but uh, look, I think, you know, we've got a team where, you know, eight or nine players could probably start anyway. Eight players could start. It's just a matter of... Us finding the mixture of trying to... I think we've got off to some good starts. We didn't on Friday, but um, majority of the games we have, and it's a matter of now trying to work out how to keep that momentum going. Well, three weeks before playoffs, and that's obviously the goal to uh, try and secure those home players. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think we've, you know, we've sort of had a chat before the game about trying to move on from here and start with today's game, and I think they did a pretty good job. All the best. Thanks. Well, Natalie Porter, uh, another... Good night for you tonight with 23 points and uh, we're playing on one leg. Mm, yeah, playing on one leg, bloody ankles, I tell you. We've got them fixed up, but um, actually it didn't swell up too much after the game on Friday, so it's looking pretty good. Obviously just wanted to have a run on it today and take it easy this week and prepare for Adelaide. So. The first quarter again in this game you were a bit sluggish, but eventually you were finding a lot of room down in the paint. Yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, I was a little bit slower off the foot, but... um. Yeah, I know, it's been, I mean, they're big, they're great players. They're really strong and, you know, it's good to see them breeding some big, strong girls at the AIS and full credit to them, they're always tough to play against. So, yeah, no, just, you know, you've got to outsmart them, I guess. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's not the easiest run to the finals, but uh, you get that first win of 2007. Yeah, first win of 2007 and hopefully gain some momentum and, yeah, head into the finals. All the best. Thank you very much. Well, Kayla Dompkins, you knocked down a lot of three-pointers for the AAS. You just had to uh, teach them that losing you was going to hurt tonight. You knocked down a lot of points again. Yeah, I mean, um, great credit to the girls, the team. Um, we ran our stuff well, way better than we did Friday night, and I was just in the right spot at the right time. And um, you've been working my three-pointer, so it's great to actually show it in the game that I can knock it down. Your confidence this year, moving over from the AS to Sydney, you haven't lost, you haven't missed a step. You've gone straight into this lineup and been very comfortable. 
Yeah, um, start off with I didn't really know what to expect coming into a senior team, but I think um, the girls have been great and it's been a real easy transition for me to come and slot in. They've made it really welcoming with Karen and every, all the coaching staff and that. It's been really well. Well, congratulations on a good win tonight yeah. and all the best for the, uh, for the final month of regular season. Okay, thank you very much. Well, Dean Kinsman, after a promising first half, it's disappointing to come out of this game uh, 24 points down. Yeah, well, 32 in the end. Uh, you know, I just, well, the scoreline's probably not a real reflection of the whole game. Um, a, a big 10-minute lapse again where we just haven't got the, uh, like we contribute solidly, five down at the half playing hard at it, still had plenty of opportunities in that, in that half as well, but just our inability to be able to get more consistency on rotation of people coming in and, and getting a few things done for us is hurting us and catching us up in the second half when people are running out of gas that have been performing well, they're starting to tire, momentum is scattered by the other team and, and then quickly they can rack up you know, good scores quickly on us and then the margin blows out. When you were switching in defence, that was becoming very effective there. Right throughout the game, Sydney weren't reacting to your changes as, uh, as well as they would have liked. Yeah, look, certainly. Uh, we, we've said for a while now, we're going to be successful at the World Championships to play teams straight up and down. Yeah, that's not going to be successful for you. You've got to be able to have some change-ups. You've got to have some things that you can throw at and break rhythm. Uh, and, and, here, and, we're, and we're working at it, and we have big minutes of the game where it is hugely successful for us. Um, I thought we went a little bit away from it in the third quarter, which allowed them just to play the one tempo, and that probably didn't help. Um, but our conversions of two from 15 in the third quarter was was not very good either. So, uh, yeah. Kayla Francis got off to a, a good start, but then they locked down on her pretty quickly, and her, her confidence just was starting to wane there. Look, uh, Kayla's carried a huge workload for us in the last eight, ten games, and the consistency of 15 and 13, uh, you know, on Friday night. Um, again in, in Townsville again 19 and 13 and she's just been solid, solid, solid and when she's backing up to play two games it's a big ask for her to come out and play 60, 65 minutes and keep that level of contribution up and we're looking for that extra player to come in and share that bit of load. Um, Kayla's doing fabulously well, I think she runs herself into the ground and, and then a little bit of, you know, not so much frustration but uh, you know that little bit of skill just drifts away a little bit when she's tired but she's doing a great job for us I didn't think she had a best game on Friday night, but was racking up points and was always there. And she really started so well tonight. And I think Sydney just started to man up on her a lot tougher. Yeah, well, look, they had a big focus her way, and and that's where we need somebody off the ball to be able to make some shots or get to the basket, which is going to stretch their defence a little bit, which will allow Kayla to have a bit more freedom, a bit more room. Um, it's a credit to her that they, they're good teams like this are showing her that sort of respect. And, and you know, that's, that's all and well and good. So uh, she's on the right track. We've just got to get um, probably pushing her to get a little bit fitter again uh, to play those big minutes. And, again, we're looking at, you know, the extra rotation of people coming in and getting the job done for us. I guess uh, Rebecca Schatz there started to get some good hard drives at the basket, which were paying off. It was just a, a unfortunate that it was happening in the fourth quarter, not earlier on. Yeah, well, we spoke about that, a little bit of leadership and a little bit of certainty for us. And, uh, you know, we, on Friday night she had 14 in the first half and then went quiet. And then, then this, this game here, you know, a little quiet early and a few fouls, probably put her on the back foot and a bit of caution to the win in the last quarter. And, and you can see that she can, she's got the ability. Um, you know, we, we kind of need we need all of that. We're, we're a young team, and we need things to go well for us right through and, and, and early. And key players like like Beck, who's our most experienced player, we need that stability right from the word go. Well, this morning night tonight, but you uh, get to turn it all around next week. Yeah, well, Perth's a huge game for us, you know, and 
And the, the thing we've got to deal with is, is the after half-time start. You know, four of our last five games, that's where the, where the game's been won and lost. Uh, teams have turned the heat up on us, and we've, we've got to find and unlock that key to, to be able to be consistent in that third quarter. Uh, we get that done, and I think we're in, you know, we'll be in good shape to get a win. Thanks very much. Well, Ellie Mano, a, a tough day today because uh, you were in it till half time, but then it just uh, fell away. Yeah, we always seem to have trouble with the third quarter. You know, it's something we really address at half time. You know, the girls, we try to say, you know, this, um, this third quarter we go in it like our first quarter. But, um, you know, unfortunately we didn't stick with it today. But I really think that we, you know, we played hard and credit to the girls. Sydney played really good. You've been not afraid to get physical with them in the paint there and that's been a feature of your game is how tough you're playing them. Thanks. Well, um, being injured all last season, I did wait practically for a whole year so I've had a chance to get into the gym. I've bulked up quite a bit and I'm really starting to use my strength as my strength. So, yeah. Well, it was uh, a good personal performance. The, the team just needs to get everyone playing at that level right mm, through. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, we um we say we need a bit more mongrel in our team, and you know, hopefully as the games go on, we'll see a bit more of that. All the best. Okay, thank you. That's what the coaches and some of the players thought of the game tonight. Really, it uh, would have been a worry for Karen Dalton had they been playing Canberra instead of the AS with the way they started. But eventually, the machine got into action, and they really started to roll on and take control of this game. Yeah, they sure did. Great game to watch. You know, I think the, the AIS can be you know, pretty pleased. They did some great things in that game. I, I really love the way they had that bigger lineup on the floor. They contested the boards. I liked how they actually went inside. Probably their finishing just needs a bit of work. And again, you, you, you touched this, you touched on this, Craig. Just a bit of experience just finishing some of those shots. And of course, coming out in the third, they did look a bit flat. But uh, they did do well, and for a young group of players, you know. They, you know, I guess if you look at the, the Flames team with almost being an AIS roster there, <laughs> sets a foundation for some very good careers there. Yes. Looking at the scoring, Porter 23 leading on the floor, 19 for Dompkins, 15 for Fallon, 14 for Apiaki, 10 for Musselwhite uh, with that late two at the end of the game, then 5 for Veal, 3 for Poto. As we look at the AIS score chart, well, nine for Schatz, eight for Esri and Tolo. In fact, nine also for Francis. But uh, those seven were in the first quarter and then only two points for the next three was the uh, frustration for her. Um, then you go back to six points for Nicole Hunt, two apiece for Martin, Langford, and Ironmonger and Gay. So um, good news for the AS, a lot of the girls scoring, just not enough for yeah. them to uh, push Sydney all the way. Yeah, you probably want to see some of the, the AIS bigs scoring a bit more. You really need to have maybe two or three players scoring, you know, high 15s to 20s. So we've probably got to try and get a couple of players who can actually get those get those points on the board. You know, need maybe a go-to player, particularly on some of those possessions that we're just throwing the ball away. Well, Michael, thanks very much for your uh, comments here today and uh, good luck with, of course, your role as the... Uh, Development Officer for Basketball New South Wales. It's a, a challenging job, but uh, as we said before, the reward is when you start seeing the players filtering up through nationals and also in the, uh, in the top echelons of the WNBL and the NBL. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Look, it's been really fun here. It's a great game to watch. 
certainly we've got some fantastic players on both sides and it's fantastic when we do see so many people out. We had a big crowd to this game as well, uh, supporting both the AIS and also the Flames. A very vocal crowd and uh, no doubt we'll catch up with some of these players at the end of the game. Thanks very much to Michael D'Agostino. On behalf of myself, Craig Raffel, we wish you a very good evening from the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre where the Sydney Uni Flames have defeated the AAS 89-57. to